Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Move Your Mind. My name is Nick Brax, and this is a podcast where we have real conversations with real people and give real advice. This is the fourth episode of the Move Your Mind construction series, and today I spoke to Jorgen Goldstrom. Jorgen is a plumber and a suicidologist. He is a suicide survivor and has lived experience with mental illness. He started working at 15 as an apprentice plumber in Denmark, and he experienced a period of mental ill health, ultimately influencing his decision to migrate to Australia at the age of 23. Jorgen founded Mates in Construction, which has made waves in changing the construction industry. He's dedicated his life to helping with suicide prevention, and I found it so insightful having him on here. As I've said in previous episodes, mental health is a huge issue in the construction industry. There's one million construction workers in Australia. It's an area that's underserviced, and we're doing this to bring light to the industry and to spark a conversation. Thanks again for supporting us, and if you'd like to learn more about Move Your Mind, You can go to our website, moveyourmind.me, and you can join the community, or you can buy our Move Your Mind book at nickbrax.com slash book. All right, Jorgen, thank you so much for making the time to come on the podcast. Thank you very much for having me, Nick. Appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I was saying beforehand, I looked up what, you know, the work that you've done and read through, you know, you've done a lot of things and um, really impressive. And I think there's, you know, such a, this whole podcast is about mental health in the construction industry. So, you know, feel really lucky to have you on and, um, you know, I'm sure you've got a lot of experience and insights into, you know, this, into what we're talking about. Well, I I think my main qualification in this area is that I'm a plumber and uh, it's my industry. So I think that, um when we do these kind of things actually having that inside knowledge can sometimes be really really helpful oh absolutely no i think it can yeah being on the ground and having that inside knowledge goes a long way so i guess that leads to the first question are you able to give our audience just a background on yourself and what you're now doing um well i'm a, I'm a plumber by trade and uh, and uh, the accent might reveal that i wasn't born in australia um, so I was, I was born in, in Denmark, um, started with uh, work when I was 15 in the industry um, and, uh, and developed a mental illness and, uh, and was uh, quite unwell for several years and, and sort of um, migrated to Australia as part of my recovery, as part of 
reinventing myself as a well person. And um, uh, but I also realized my employer was quite central in terms of how I got supported um, through my apprenticeship uh, during a period of time where, frankly, I was perhaps not a very good employee because I was not not very well. Um, mm. So um, that had sort of made mental health and, um, and suicide prevention in particular um, really important to me. Uh, so in, in Australia, I, um, I did what I think that migrants do the best, um, pointed out to the Australians everything they did wrong and, uh, and why we need to do things more like we did in Denmark. So the natural progression from that was to become a union official. And, um, and, uh, and so I was a union official for a number of years and I got to lead one of the unions and, uh, and unfortunately lost several members to suicide. And, and again, that sort of, uh, brought it up and, and made it very real and, and, and it led to this idea that um, um, perhaps it was something that we actually needed to own as an industry yeah. and that, that we as an industry actually needed to to grab hold of and and, um, and do something about and that uh, that became the start of, of the um, of the major construction program that um, that I was working on for about um, about 14 years so um uh, and I, I left mate uh, last year and, and uh, tried to work out what I wanted to do when I grew up. And, um, and I sort of started my own little, uh, little um, consultancy where, where, where I, I do a few different bits and pieces around mental health, well-being, lived experience around suicide and mental health. And, um, and I also get to chair the, um, the Queensland um, Workplace Health and Safety Board. Amazing. Well, you know, congratulations on everything you've done and, you know, mates in construction, it's such a such an important uh, organisation. So I think it's, you know, it is. And the more we're, you know, we've only this year really started to look deeply into the construction industry and target what we're doing into that industry. And, mm. you know, the more we've done that, the more we've seen how important it is that you've spearheaded things like like that what you're doing and you know we need to have these conversations we need the resources we need to do as much as we can you know on an ongoing basis to try and make these changes i i think what was um really important about mates was that it was uh, well, well it is really important about mates um is that it is an industry program it's a it's a it's a place where normal sort of uh, um, not natural allies came together and say let's just let's just put the petty politics of the day aside and and lift above it to um, mm -hmm. to make a change for our industry. And I think that that is uh, increasingly becoming a model that um, that other industries actually want to follow. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because it's that's the thing. It's every every one of us. You know, we we all we all have emotions. <clears throat> we all feel things. We all have ups and downs. And we need to be able to cut through all the, you know, cultural stuff. I think in, in organizations and in industries, it's it's like a microcosm of society where, you know, there's all these like sort of very long-term um, behaviors in place that, you know, these cultures that, that we need to ship away at changing and, and strip it back and just realize like everyone, everyone, we're all the same. We're all, we all, we all, you know, have issues, mental issues. We all have physical issues and we need to know how to talk about it, how to get help. Yeah, and and I think as as, as human beings, we are um, a very communal animal. We we really the the hurts and the and the and the communities we're in, 
whether that are that's workplaces or sports clubs or families are really really important to us. Um, often, when it comes to mental health, we individualize it. Mm. Uh, we make it about personal resilience. We make it about personal strength. We make it about personal def- deficits. When quite often it's actually about the community not working uh, as well as it should for us as individuals. So this idea of actually taking mental health and suicide prevention on as a collective responsibility actually starts looking at how does the whole community work rather than just the individual person within that community. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's like that's that's the only way we can make longer term changes in this area, and you know it stems on all levels, right down to schooling and parenting and everything. You know, that's how, how else can you make long term change unless we sort of change that whole conversation on on every mm-hmm. level. If we try to change individuals, we will all fail fall back into our old habits if everything around us um, stays the same because the way we behave is what comes natural to us based on the circumstance we find ourselves in. If we change the circumstances, then we will also change us. Yeah, that's, I like that. It's like a nice, simple way to, to put it. Mm-hmm. So in, in the construction industry, um, I guess two questions. Have you seen a shift in mental health and how that's dealt with in that industry? And as it stands right now, how, how how much more work needs to be done? I think that there's always going to be lots of work to be done. And it's very easy for us to focus on all the work we haven't done mm. and forget about all the work we have done. Yeah. Um, I look back at this industry since 2007 or even, you know, I joined the industry in 1984 or five or something like that. So, uh, but over that time, there's been an enormous change. And I think we really need to take credit for this. Right back from the start when we came together and said, let's just deal with suicide prevention. Let's just try to make sure that we look after people when they're in crisis. Uh, to the point where in 2016, we had the leadership of the industry together. Uh, all the industry leaders, you know, the, the directors of, of senior leaders of of, of of Len Lease, of, of uh, mm. uh, Baden, so all the big companies came together with the senior union officials, Dave Noonan, the, 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 um, the national secretary of the, of the, of the CFMEU, the national executive director of Master Builders, and spent half a day together in Sydney at a round table to say, um, what can we do better? And, and the really great thing about filling a room up with men is that it is absolutely chock-a-block full of testosterone, <laughs> and none, none of us want to be just part of, we all want to be the best. So we walked away from that meeting with really big ambitions about being the world's best and the world leaders and all those kind of things in mental health. And that led to the blueprint for better mental health and suicide prevention. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. that would have been completely and utterly unthinkable in 2007. But in 2022, last time I spoke with mates, um, there's businesses representing about 160,000 workers in the industry signed up to the blueprint. So when you look at that in an industry with with about a million, I think with about 900,000 workers, 160,000 workers out of that being covered by the blueprint is actually where you start coming to critical mass where you change culture. 
mm-hmm. where we actually really fundamentally and 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 the objective of mate and and this was very very early on right back in 2007 um a number of us sat down and said if we're going to do this we don't just want to be caught up in the doing of things we want to do things for a purpose so we said what would mates look like if we succeeded what would the industry look like if it succeeded and we devised this mantra saying that mates have succeeded when mates is no longer a program you run but mm-hmm. a way you do business so if we can actually change the way that people do business so mates is not actually necessary um and i think that that's sort of that's sort of this this, this the things that we're starting to see that there's a whole heap of businesses doing all sorts of things that have nothing to do with mates, but is very much aligned with some of the ideas and ideas that mates started. And I think that's success. That's fantastic. That's definitely success. And that's that's the idea, like you're saying, you know, how do we how, that, that that's sustainable? How do we how do we change an industry so it can be self-sustainable rather than just, you know, I think a lot of things out there are about how do we just put a band-aid on it? But if you yeah. can really, you know, what you were talking about, dig dig in and make these changes and, you know, essentially make yourself long-term, make yourself irrelevant, that's the job done, you know, then, the, yeah. The, the thing we're seeing now is that it, it's in, in Queensland, my home state, we know, like, mental health is now starting becoming part of the supply mandates to government. So if you want to do government work, you need to consider mental health at work with, you know, that's that's really starting to get into the DNA of the industry, isn't it? When we actually get the clients on board to say that not only do we want good buildings, but we mm. want buildings that are produced without hurting people. Yeah, um, that's that's really good, isn't it? Oh, it's huge. It's a it's yeah. a massive step, and you know, I really like your point about reflecting on how far we've come rather than looking at okay, what let's let's only look at the negatives it's like well it's it's gigantic you know and they it really is when you when you reflect on it that's a short amount of time for this amount of change to happen it's you know it's it's impressive and it's exciting then to think well if that much has changed in that short period imagine in another five years another 10 years another 20 years where things are going to be Thank you so much for supporting Move Your Mind. We're expanding the offerings of the organization and we're tailoring everything we do to suit you guys and to try and answer to all of your needs and the questions that you send in. The book is available globally. You can find all of the links at nickbrax.com book. And we've just released the Move Your Mind community. We've currently got a men's community group, a women's community group, a general group. We're gonna be lo- loading up other groups and you can find all of the links at moveyourmind.me. This group's been created based on the needs of what we've heard and learnt throughout running Move Your Mind. And we have live events, we've got courses, we've got huge amounts of value, the ability to share information, share ideas, work in groups together to, to grow and share your learnings, to learn about different topics. You get email reminders. There's a whole lot of features in there. We're constantly updating it. And we're so excited to share it with you. You can find all of the information about it at moveyourmind.me. But I also think that we need to to say that this was like like mate was really just a, a seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, without fertile soil, you don't actually get a plant. And I really think that the construction industry is unique in that way. Is that that right back from the introduction of superannuation, uh, long service leave for workers in the industry. Um, um, redundancy. There's a whole heap of things that the industry have a training 
the industry have a long, long history of solving big problems collectively as an mm. industry, rather than sort of as um, I'm going to get a competitive advantage as a business by doing this better. Uh, because we have a pool of labor that is actually shared between the whole industry, saying if I can lift the bar for all workers in the industry, I would actually also lift the bar for my future workers as a business within the industry. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Well, yeah, I, I appreciate you making the time to come on here and have this chat. And, you know, like I said, these are sort of short conversations and, you know, feel yeah. very fortunate to have people like you coming on here. Um, we we finish every every one of these episodes with just five sort of ending questions, five closing yes. questions. Uh, so I'll, I'll try and not give you anything too crazy to throw you off. But um, <laughs> the, I do the, crazy. Okay. Well, we'll throw a few crazy ones out there. But no. Um, the the first one is what's your best childhood memory? Uh, what's my best childhood? My, my my best childhood memory was that we had a little we had a summer house where all my summers were spent in, and it was a house that my dad built and you know by hand. And um, all the way through my childhood, that was where all my all our summer spent playing in the forest. So yeah, oh, I love that. That's so nice. Uh, what what do you think? currently is the biggest burden on mental health in society i think that we increasingly even though we are as connected as we have ever been we are also as isolated as we have ever been um i think we we are losing the community in our society we are we are becoming too much individualized as too much about mm. me and, and not enough about us Oh, I couldn't agree more. I think something has to change with that. And, you know, technology, as good as it is, is leading to a lot of this isolation as well. So, yeah, very yeah. good point. Uh, what are you most afraid of? Uh, it, it, I think that most people would like that. I'm most afraid. I've, I've, had a, um, I've had some health scares with my kids. Um. And I'm most afraid of it. One of the, one of them one day become real. Mm, that's a big yeah. one. Yeah. So um, so that would be that would be be my my biggest ones. What's your personal definition of happiness? Uh, I think happiness is when you can sit in the moment and just really suck it in. And say this is not too bad, you know. I don't need the roller coaster um, to be happy. I I just need the I just need the now, when when things are really good about me, and just taking the time to actually embracing it and and get into it. Yeah, I think that's a great answer, a really good answer. Uh, final Thanks. one, <laughs> final one here. What are you most proud of? Um. My kids, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, but I think I think for all of us, if we have one pro project in life, that is to set up the next generation, and um, in a lot of ways, um, working long hours and having a career and all that, I've probably done everything practical to stuff them up, and they're still coming all right, coming through all right. So, uh, you know, what what more can you ask for? Well, you must have done done something right, mate. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> appreciate that. And 
Uh, if any anyone listening, um, we'll put the link for Mates in Construction in the in the show notes. So if anyone wants to look that up, uh, and yeah, I want to just say to you, thank you again for making the time, and really, yeah, really, really happy that we got to um, get you on here and and make it happen. Not a way at all, Nick. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it, mate. Thank you. Thanks to Jorgen Gullstrup for joining me today for Move Your Mind. And just another reminder that the Move Your Mind book is available at nickbrax.com book. And if you'd like to learn more or join the Move Your Mind community, you can go to moveyourmind.me. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.